You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, 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 hey. Wow. How about that? There's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. Talk about animal issues, animal stuff. All of it. Animals, 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 animal talk. It is America's Pet Show. And sitting across from me. Matt Fox. You know what? I'm in the corner. Yes. <laughs> the upper side of the We're corner. The, uh, curvy corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pushing our buttons today. Who's here? Hey. Number, yeah. Hello. Hey. That's Milena. Hey, Milena. Intern Milena. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Milena. <laughs> Pushing our buttons today. And uh, my name's Jamie. Just making sure everybody has a good time. Animal Talk, like I said, it's America's Pet Show. Yes. And uh, lots of stuff uh, on tap. Coming up later <laughs> in the show, something that doesn't suck. No, it doesn't. We got the Bissell Pet Foundation. Well, it does. In. Well, actually, it does, but it doesn't. But it's, uh, yes. Uh, They've done a lot of great things over they, the past they, month. They, they do really a, 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 a mess of work with the, the mess of uh, animal hair. Yes. Uh, and they do a mess of good work uh, for the pets that, yeah. that need homes and things. So we're going to talk to Bree. Bree, Bree so. Olson. Yeah, she was actually on the Animal Talk at one point in time over during this pandemic, and yes. uh, we have invited her back to get some updates. And we're also talking about, you know, because having a pet, it's it's some of the most joyous things Absolutely. Uh, in your life. But the trouble is, sometimes you got to say goodbye to your little buddies. Sometimes they're your... You're their whole life. Oh my, yeah, and um, that's it. And 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 how do you deal with that? What what do you what do you do? And it's it's a it's it's a lot of it's a lot of pain. It's it a, kind of is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we have somebody who who helps with that exact and issue. Who is that? Um, it, it's Leanne Leanne Girk, and she's uh, we're gonna bring her in from the back room here. If I click on the, I'm on like so many different <laughs> buttons at the same time. Ah, uh, there, there we are, is. Leanne. Welcome to Animal Talk. Thank you. It's nice to be here. So, Leanne, you help people, and again, like I mentioned, it's 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 an amazing thing that uh, you know pets. You know, they're part of the family now. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone equated it. It's like, and someone said, it's their children. There, there are children that you have to watch die. Uh, and it's yeah. like, it's like, oh, oh my god, it's yeah. so, it's so. But it, I mean, it's it it it's a harsh reality, but it's it's true. Leanne, um, you've you've written a a a, a very charming little book, book, uh, dear brave friend, uh, and you, you sent us a copy of that. So, but uh, before we dive into all of that, Leanne, <coughs> tell me about your childhood. I had a great childhood. <laughs> oh, my childhood, I grew up on a farm. Ooh. And I think that's, you know, where this human animal bond really grew. So um, in the day, I grew up on a farm. So it was considered, you know, outside of town. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of hard for my friends to always drive out because it was a distance. So um even though I had friends over, my very best friends were my animals Aww. because I had to, you know, I make do when, when, when friends can't come out and they were better than any friends anyway. So you had a whole bunch of different pets at that point oh in time. <laughs> I had horses. I had bunnies. I had dogs. I had 32 cats because my parents, it was so cool. They had an old box car on our farm and they had an old couch in there. And you could always find me in there with my cats, either reading to them or if something happened to their mom, I'd, you know, use an eyedropper. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I always had fun with my animals. 
Uh, my dogs would play hide and seek with me. Um, so my childhood was all around the animals. Yeah. And you found it, uh, it with that love and that passion for animals. You, you, you took that later and you founded, uh, morning to light, uh, yes. pet loss and, and, and grief counseling. So how did that, how did that, uh, come together for you? Well, um, you know, I, I, I'm a licensed professional counselor and I have lost, I've had many pets oh, that we all love, yeah. but I do believe sometimes one or two come along that are just kind of a heart dog or heart cat. And that was, um, I had a dog named Teddy and I had to, um, it was his time to go. Mm. So I had an at home euthanasia, um, come to my home. And after Teddy passed, I just thought this is just devastating. Mm. You know, there's got to be help for people. And, you know, there's no, I didn't find any, there's forums online, but I wanted something in person. So I actually called home to heaven. That's who came to help me and asked if I could bring free Pella support groups to them. And they were really excited. Mm. And from there, I branched off and and started Morning to Light Pet Loss. And so I do individual counseling. Um, I have three free uh, pet loss support groups in northern Colorado that I want to keep expanding. And um, so I help families and children and just everybody. Oh, and that uh, brought you to this book, um, uh, Dear Brave Friend. And this looks like uh, it's really geared for uh, a much younger reader. Because how do you explain that to a uh, kid? Okay, oh, he's on a farm, right? That's the old cliche. It's like, you know, Fluffy's on a farm now, you know. Uh, that's how that's how they used to handle it. Probably not the best way of uh, that whole denial and avoidance is probably not the best way of really dealing with it, right? Right. Right. <laughs> well, and it was, you know, through my work that I've talked to so many parents, There's, they are like, you know, how do I tell my kids, you know, are they, should they be present for the euthanasia? Mm. You know, I don't want them to see me cry. Right. And I, you know, I just thought, I've got to reach all these kids. You know, I and it helped so much uh, my childhood because I wanted to reach all the kids that were just like the little girl I was. And I also wanted to reach the parents so that they're not afraid of this topic. And so I wrote Dear Brave Friend mm. to help to help children fam- and families. So it's a nice little, it, it, it's set up, I, I, and I like what you have here, because it's set up, and, and it's set up to be a gift that you can gift to someone when they're, when they're going through a, a struggle. So it can oh, either wow. be a parent gifting it to their kids, uh, mm-hmm. or that cool aunt mm-hmm. stepping in, uh, to help. And then, but in the back of the book as well, there's, there's spots for, uh, the person who, who receives the book to, to do some journaling, mm-hmm. uh, to do some thinking about it. Uh, so what do you have set up in the back of the book? Uh, can you explain what you have there? Sure. So I have um, a place for them to, I have story starters, um, because I talk about in the book that it's okay to be alone sometimes. And so I gave them some things to do. It, it might be a letter, you know, I'll be okay, because, mm-hmm. you know, just reinforcing I miss you, because um, I also have, so there's about five, uh, I think there's five um story starters and then i have a place to put pictures hmm. and it's it's a really good keepsake for the for someone to have and then then the story itself uh, uh my dear brave friend um did you did you author this story yourself yes 
Okay. And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the story and, and, and how this uh, – what, what's, what's the – well, obviously the message is uh, it's going to be okay. Yes. Um, but how did, how, did you, how did you fashion this story? Well, you know, that's – I wanted to reach kids and I wanted to reach parents. And it um, – so I wanted to make the book a little bit different. I wanted it to be a book that kids wanted to read. So that's why I had – the dog narrated so that the reader, when they're reading it, it kind of feels like it's from their own pet. So it makes it more personal. Mm. And I tried to incorporate in there, um, you know, relatable examples of why they feel the way they do. And I used different situations within the home environment or school that they could relate to so they can understand their feelings more. Wow. Yeah. So it's tough. It's 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 a really it's a tough topic to uh, you know how you you know As a, I would I would be the parent going he's on a farm yeah. that's me I'd be like he's on a farm uh, you know just avoidant semi Irish you know it's like ah. Yes. But as a as a pet parent personally, yeah, and having many pets throughout my lifetime, uh, and you know, there's always that one pet that you had that you have lost that oh. really tears you up, and and but having your family around to support you in that, and then having some a, a book to really help you chronicle, mm-hmm. uh, you know, write out your feelings about that 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 family member, you know, it, it's an incredible gift. It really is. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Well, and I, I did incorporate because I think family time is so important. And as, you know, as parents and as adults, we role model. Mm-hmm. We, we teach our kids how to grieve. And so um, it's a really great book as far as initiating conversations mm-hmm. that maybe they wouldn't normally talk about. You know, the death of a pet is usually a child's first significant loss. Yeah. And that's a really big deal. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it gives them the opportunity to, to talk about, about that and, you know, what yeah. their belief system is for their family and spirituality. And um, it, it's it's really good for some great, meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, just reminiscing, you know, that first goldfish that I had as a pet. Mm. And uh, when uh, E and T, because we had two goldfish. <laughs> e and T. E and T. <laughs> Uh, you know, they both kind of, you know, they were together for the longest time. And when one passed, the other one did as well. So yeah. I just, you, you reminisce about your first pets like that. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, I, I never knew about E&T, Matthew. Mm-mm. That's something that's something <laughs> new here. You did not know that. You do I, now. <laughs> I, I did not know that. that is, uh, so what what is your what is your take take on, uh, Leanne, about, you know, losing a pet? Because I, I had a cat. Uh, Kirby, which just was the bomb. Uh, and he was my dude, man. Night, uh, 18 years, right? We hung out. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a, a nice, long time. That's a long that's a nice time. Long, a yeah. That's a, I, I spent more time with that cat than I did any of the women I married. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's not wrong. <laughs> and, uh, no, I get it. Uh, You're right. You know, I believe it, you. It was, uh, yeah, no, only, only, only two. But this is a type of an animal that you could take anywhere. You're taking it to a radio studio, oh, yeah. in a car, and a car ride, oh, yeah, everywhere yeah, yeah. He, you took he came, it. He came all over. He came to school with me. It's just yeah. all over the place. So he went to, I would do uh, journalism <laughs> summer uh, teacher workshops up at Michigan State. Right. And he'd come live in the dorm with me. <laughs> I got in trouble once. I had to drive him home. I'm about hour and a half away <laughs> i had to like i had to drive him home because i got busted with the cat in my dorm room so but anyway uh so 
when when we when when he crossed the Rainbow Bridge, yes. and uh, we had to say goodbye. Um, I, my my wife, my current wife, Colleen, she was uh, you know, she was like, so do you want to get another cat? And mm. I'm like, not right now, you know, because right. some people it's like, oh, they lost a, their dog and they're so upset. Let's get them a puppy. So what was your thinking? What is your thinking on that? And uh, you know, the time to mourn and when is when is the right time to to introduce another pet, if ever? Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, Everybody grieves differently, so everybody's timeline is also different if they'd like to adopt or, or rescue another pet. Um, I've had clients that, you know, they're just devastated, and they really miss the routine, and they miss, um, they say they don't know what their purpose is because they took such good care of their pet. So oftentimes, they will adopt quicker. It could be within a week. I've had other clients that waited a few years. Mm. And I have some clients that are scared to adopt again. But I try to explain to them, you know, it is. It's it's devastating. Mm-hmm. But your heart doesn't close when, when they pass away. You know, it's you'll always have them in your heart, but you always have room for more, too. Because these pet parents, we need pet parents. There's a lot of animals that need home. Mm-hmm. that need a new home. And so um, I know it's scary uh, to go through that kind of a loss again, but um, I'm hoping all the good years made it worth it. Oh, yeah. Fair. yeah, yeah. I got a friend, uh, she had to put down, uh, she had two dogs, she had two dogs, she had to put one down, and the other one isn't isn't doing well, and oh, wow. she's not doing well because of it. And it's <laughs> like, uh, she's worried about her kids, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're like 19 and 16, and these dogs have been a big part of their lives for the last, mm-hmm. you know, eight, 10 years. Right. Um, and so she's worried about her kids, and her kids are the boy, you know, 16, and the girl, you know, 19, and so they're old enough now to deal with it, but they're not still at, at 16 and 19. Right. That's, yeah. that's still, that's still young to mm-hmm. be, to be dealing it with is. this. Well, um, and it's still young, you know, have they, you know, um, have they learned to grieve in a healthy way? You know, a lot of times it's how the kids were raised. What, you know, what did you learn as a child? And I talked to a lot of clients about that. You know, what, what did you learn? How do you grieve when you, you know, when you were growing up? So, yeah, so yeah. it's, uh, she's, she's really struggling with and worrying about her kids. Sorry. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so when that, when that happens with the next fella, uh, I, I, she's like, I, she goes, I can't do it again. She goes, I'll never get another dog. She goes, I just can't do this. Wow. She goes, I just, you know, she's saying Maybe that now because she's in the middle of it, but she's, she's, she's the kind she'll have, she'll have another, she'll, she'll get another. <laughs> right she'll, now, right. Her heart's so just, big. She can't. It probably sounds really overwhelming to yeah. her right now, yeah. but in time, I bet she'll change her mind. And if she doesn't, that's okay too. Yeah. But, um, sounds like she has a really golden heart. And yeah. That's exactly what, what these animals need. Yeah. All right. So, Leanne, uh, where can people find the book and where can people find more about you and, and get in touch? Excuse me. Oh, it's did. really dry yeah. in Colorado. So <laughs> well, it is it's, It is snowing in Colorado, is it not? <laughs> no, not right now. No. All right. Fair. <laughs> so um, the book is available on Amazon. And my website is morningtolightpetloss.com. And so, you know, I'm happy to help anyone that I can. I do Zoom 
meetings, obviously, with mm-hmm. the pandemic. So I can reach people that are out of state as well. But um, it's a great resource and it's a great gift to give someone, you know. So often at Christmas, we just want to give toys and happy things. And I understand that. But it, I think it's also really meaningful yeah, um, yeah. to give something like this. Love it. So it's yeah, getting getting the you know I like the journaling and the photo the the, the making it a keepsake. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I I love that that chunk of it as well. Thank you, um, Leanne. Thank you so much for uh, uh, sharing some time with us and, and sharing sure. your book with us. We uh, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, morning to light pet dot com. And uh, Leanne, thanks for being with us. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And I, can I add one more oh, thing? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I just wanted to, because I'm pretty proud of it. Um, Dear Brave Friend um, won an international um, award, as it's on the book. I, um, The international, it's called the Indie Book Awards, and they recognize independent publishers and mm. self-published authors. And I entered Dear Brave Friend in um, children juvenile nonfiction, and it won in that category, and that's from books all around the country. Oh. So I'm really excited. That's just an extra bonus as a way for me to get out there and help more families. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah, congratulations. Thank that you. is uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, it's, it's an important topic, and um, you know, anytime. Um, I'm glad we were. I'm uh, glad we were able to connect. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> you. All right. Well, you have a good evening. Pleasure. You too. Right. Bye bye. All right. So, uh, yeah, losing a pet, man, is uh, the saying about a Kirby was 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 a was a tough deal, man. Uh, saying goodbye to Fudge for yeah. me, a black lab had uh, had her in my teenage years, yeah. and uh, you know I had her in my early twenties, and right. she ended up uh, passing. Ah. you know, in the back of my car because her stomach had turned over. Oh. So that movie, Marley and Me, yeah, yeah, I can't watch that movie right. because that was what spoilers. That's what happened right. to that dog in that movie, and it, it was just devastating yeah. it really was even and then my oldest daughter got me a christmas ornament that same year and it was a black lab angel oh right so you know being the holidays and coming up here pretty quickly you know i, I still reminisce about that and i still remember keeping mm-hmm. that your animals um keeping your animals thoughts in your mind always talking about it that helps you and it helps me to still deal right you know with that loss keep their memories alive yeah yeah uh sucks though it does Just, i'm not uh, gonna not gonna lie it does suck <laughs> yeah. but you know what else sucks what what's that jamie vacuum cleaners <laughs> i'm 12 <laughs> i can't i just you know give me the lowest common <laughs> denominator of a silly story it's all just Give me a give me a stupid dad joke. I'll make it. I'll do it. We're we're at that age right now. We, we are. We are. But uh, you know, it's uh, bad jokes. That's my that's my repertoire. That's, You're good at it too, uh, that's, bud. That's Come all. On. That's all I got. So and plus, it was kind of heavy. We got to try to lighten things up a little bit. A little bit, if you could. Uh, if you when I, because this is like good, it's good news. And so, uh, <laughs> a friend of the show, and uh, we're bringing her back again. Uh, Brie Olson, uh, from Bissell is, is joining us. And, and Brie, to give you a little background of what we were chatting about, uh, before you got here, um, there's a, there's a book, uh, we had the author on, uh, Leanne 
Kirk and uh, is a dear brave friend, and she's a loss. She's a grief and loss counselor. Uh, and we were talking about uh, you know losing a pet and dealing with it, uh, and that really sucks. And I said, you know what else sucks? Vacuum cleaners. So that was our that was our segue. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, all, it's a dad jokes. It's all I got, man. It's. Uh, that's what we got. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to see you again, Bree, uh, albeit virtually, uh, you know, on on the Zoom or StreamYard as we were using uh, this time. But, uh, you know, cannot thank you enough for the time that you've afforded us this after, this evening, I should say, uh, to kind of give us an update as to what's been going on. At the Bissell is, is constantly yeah, doing great stuff. Doing stuff. And we, I know. And, and we would love a few updates. I've you seen know. some – I've seen like – I don't know if I'm just more cognizant of it. Yeah. Uh, but I think I've, I'm seeing more commercials, uh, with, uh, the owner on it. Yes. Of, of late. You than, are. Than you ever. Are. Mm-hmm. Am I, am I seeing more, Brie? And, and what's going on? Yeah. I see them too. And at first I thought, am I just getting targeted? Cause, you know, obviously Bissell's <laughs> in my vocabulary and I'm always typing it, searching it, living, breathing. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, um, picked up since the pandemic because everyone wants to clean right now. So the company is, you know, doing well, which is fortunate because that means Bissell Pet Foundation then reaps the benefits of that. Um, So we have been super busy, like you guys uh, mentioned. Um, Holiday time is always that time of giving this year is no different. Um, except for the fact that some people are in different financial situations, which makes it tough. But our yeah. work really doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's in a different uh, realm. You know, I, I, I want to coin the phrase "Covidian timeline." Can oh, I do that? You can. Can I say "Covidian timeline"? F- fantastic. I love that. <laughs> so, but yeah, everyone's in a different position right now, albeit financially or emotionally or spiritually or what have you. But your animals are there for you at all times. Yeah. And, you know, what a great way. You guys had a, an event, Empty the Shelters event, back in November. Oh. Right? So am I, am I, I'm correcting that. So how did that go uh, for you guys, and how successful was it? Yeah, back in October, that was our most recent October. one for sure. Okay. We've had several um, this year, um, more than ever before because of COVID. Because I think last time we talked, we were mentioning – Um, how COVID kind of like put people um, in a weird position in terms of shelter staff and volunteers being down because their facilities may still be shut down to this day. So we really stepped in and tried to make sure adoptions were still continuing in that space, Mm. Um, whether it be uh, by appointment only or, um, you know, like, creating some sort of system where things are socially distanced or um, pets are totally viewable online um, and you schedule like a meet and greet. So empty the shelters is actually happening again this December. Um, I know I'm so excited. (laughs) It's our holiday hope event. Mm -hmm. And is that paprika? If I remember (laughs) your puppy. Oh my gosh, that's so funny you say that. Um, his name is Basil. So Basil, that's what it was. Paprika. <laughs> that's so close. Man. I was very close. Because <laughs> I remember you showing it. And they actually call him um, oregano as a joke. Because <laughs> they're making fun of me, I guess. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure to see uh, Basil again. <laughs> yeah, he's um, my ride or die. Uh, I live alone. 
I have Basil. He's my guy. Mm -hmm. And it's just like so important to remind uh, friends and family uh, who are considering to bring a pet into their home to choose adoption. Like it's super important because there might not be a tomorrow for them. Um, There might not be someone who comes um, uh, to look for them or take a chance on them. And it might be, you know, life or death. Seriously. Absolutely. You know, we've, we've adopted a number of animals in our, my wife and I, we've adopted a number of animals, mostly cats. Uh, but we've actually, we've dog sat and we actually were, uh, fostering a few dogs, you know, over the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, she, even today she's like, I'm going to ask, what do you want for Christmas? She goes, I want a dog. And you know, we've had dogs before, so we're not new to the whole thing. So that's really important to understand is if you want to adopt, you might want to consider, uh, maybe fostering first. And make sure that you have the mentality in the household to do that. Mm. But, you know, so you could still be a foster. Sure. But my favorite folks are the foster fails. Fails, yeah. <laughs> uh, they really are. are. <laughs> so that's just my two cents. That's, yeah. that's all I got. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it became more than popular, you know, this year, especially with people being uh, home mm-hmm. uh, more. So fostering is also a very life-saving uh, thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so many pets, you know, each day they're in their sh- in the shelter, mm-hmm. in the four walls of their kennel, they're declining um, in one yeah. way or another, whether they're continuously stressed or depressed or whatever. They, fe- you know, they're mm-hmm. just like you and I. They feel when they're not getting the love and attention that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, so fostering really kind of removes that barrier. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't end up adopting your foster pet, you're kind of like uh, creating this routine for them where they're used to a home, they're potty trained, Absolutely. you know, they have all these uh, wonderful benefits. Uh, so when they do meet their forever family, it's, you know, a perfect fit. Love it. Well, and it, it, it's good test rounds because it, it's like, okay, I have a cat and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to foster this dog. It's like, whoop. Maybe not, not. <laughs> the right household for this. And so you would know before you place them in a forever home that mm-hmm. maybe a, a, a cat household isn't, isn't. going to be the right fit. So right, it's a, right. it's a good, it's a good test run. Absolutely. And the fosters are, are doing quite a service to help fill out and flesh out that, that mm-hmm. bio on the, on that critter that's looking, looking for their place. Right. So yeah, that's a good point because I was going to ask you <laughs> how it was with the cats and bringing the dog home. Did they actually acclimate well did it take some time you ever see the show the odd couple (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know there was it was a remake with one of the uh, friends actors but uh you know at first you know the cat was not happy uh, about having a dog around the house but at one point they would be in the same room and they're all chilling so that we were being a bunch of fonzies hanging out you know being cool we're all cool but but you could just tell the cat was on pins and needles ready to pounce at any time (laughs) so you know but we but the cat will acclimate because you know she has to (laughs) because that's what my wife wants and damn it she's gonna get it so (laughs) no but it's a great question The, the uh the cat did take to the dog eventually it just took time and that's yeah. one of the things is patience. You know, when when you're adopting a when you adopt a pet, you have to have patience with that animal because it's not going to be all you know rainbows and sunshine all the time. There's going to be a transition period for that animal when you adopt and or right. foster. So, right. and during our empty the shelters events, like when we were hosting them in person, obviously uh, times have changed, mm-hmm. but um, we would 
recommend that not only people get pre-approved, um, which means you're checking off all the boxes. Um, yes, if I live in an apartment that my landlord, you know, accepts pets or yes, like everyone is on board um, in my family and in my home. Mm-hmm. And the other one that's relative to what you guys were talking about was, um, you know, getting the pets that are currently in your home, if any, to meet, go Ooh. with you to the event and see if they get along. Um, so it it's just like reducing the chances of any pets getting returned because we want these pets to go in homes and stay in homes, sure. which is also a super important thing to note with our holiday hope event that pets are, although a joyous gift in a sense, they yeah. are, you know, a lifelong commitment. They're not just a gift for the holidays. No, so. no. And that's, that's Jamie, yeah, please. that's a mistake that a lot of people make. It's yeah. like you know they get the the baby chicks at Easter mm-hmm. or the bunny or the baby chicks or, or the bunnies at Easter, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's 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 a pet isn't a gag gift. No, um, it's a forever to, it's a forever family. Member. And it, you know, oh, it'll make great pictures on Christmas morning. You know, <laughs> but you uh, get a, a nine, ten, twelve, fifteen year commitment there. Yeah, twenty year if it's a cat. You know, right. Uh, 110 if it's a parrot or a uh, turtle yeah you know be ready be ready to be locked in uh you know what you're getting it's into. called a legacy pet i think yeah, is what that's called think, yes. yeah so you definitely and and the holidays are 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 the worst time to bring a pet in into a household uh, the holidays proper. So a week or two ahead of time when the event is, is a mm-hmm. good time because the holiday itself that day, you know, it, it, you got strangers, you got different things. The right. furniture is moved. Um, you have yeah. other strangers coming in and out of the house and the schedules are different. And then four days later, people are back to school or back to work, to work. Yep. and then schedules change again. And it's like, it's really disruptive for it's a, stressful. A on, it's yeah. stressful on them. Absolutely. Exactly. That's what our founder uh, recommends all the time is don't have parties when you bring your pet home. Um, give them at least two months to kind of acclimate to just your new home, the new mm-hmm. sense in your personality because uh, pets coming from a shelter, they're used to routine. They get fed pretty much the same time every day. They get let out once, maybe twice, Um, same time every day. Usually they, they need that routine and that's what they rely on to kind of, um, you know, benefit in the home. So throwing a party into the mix, which I guess this year is kind of different because people aren't gathering as much. You're not wrong. So in December, you guys are having an empty the shelter event, correct? Yes, it's December 9th through the 13th. So it starts next week and we have um, 170 participants in 35 different states. Of course, a handful of those, majority of those in our home state of Michigan. Fair. Excellent. Um, and, and if folks wanted to go and see and, and learn about the event, where, where would they go to look? Where would they go to find it? Yeah, you can head to BissellPetFoundation.org slash ETS for Empty the Shelters. Oh, fun. And um, I think I, I should note this because a lot of people um, misspell Bissell. It's double S, double L. So when you're typing that in. Right. You know, this is the vacuum. This is Bissell. This is the vacuum cleaner company, right? 
this that's is what right. it's, that's what it's built on. Doing work that doesn't suck. Exactly. My I point. Don't know. I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> I'm pitching a new catchphrase. I'll get there. I'll get there. But you know, corporate America. You know, <laughs> the, the way that corporate America gives back is just one of those is yeah. the Bissell Pet Foundation. That's how it gives back, and that's how it really shows where their true colors lie and how much they care. And I cannot appreciate that enough. Mm-hmm. Are there previews uh, on the pets that are gonna be available um, that people can kind of do a little window shopping first? Uh, most sites, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, um, when you go to BissellPetFoundation.org slash ETS, mm-hmm. it'll populate um, a map that you can kind of play around with um, based on your zip code or state or whatever, however you want to mm-hmm. uh, refine your search. And um, the organizations in your location will have, like, links to their website, uh, which then would have adoptable pets. Um, oh, try and have the, encourage them to do so, um, whether it's on their Facebook or their, their website. So, um, yeah, a lot of it can be done online. Great. Excellent. What does, you know, forward thinking, what does 2021 look like for the foundation? What are there? There's, we, we really don't know what's going to happen, but what is the Bissell Pet Foundation uh, planning for next year? Um, I think we're going to continue with this format that we've been um, doing for Empty the Shelters, which is encouraging people to set up um, things by appointment only Mm -hmm. and stretching that um, event that used to be one day of like lines out the door and so much like fun and chaos and whatever um, to stretch it out to a couple days so Mm -hmm. people can really um, uh, get an appointment slot and do meet and greets with pets um, kind of at their own leisure. Fantastic. Thank you. You know, Bree, you, you, you're always so gracious to join us and cannot thank you enough for being here on Animal Talk. Thank you. You know, uh, we would love to have you back and get an update, I'd say, you know, first quarter of next year. And got to say goodbye to Basil. <laughs> Can't Bye, say Basil. <laughs> Bye, Basil. So <laughs> definitely um, when the world is uh, closer to normal, yeah. uh, we would love to either if you come down to the Metro Detroit area or we can come near the Grand Rapids area mm-hmm. and uh, kind of do this uh, on site with the pets at, at one of the events. I think it would just be uh, I think it would just be a riot. Oh, it'd be a blast. Do some do stupid human tricks. and Because uh, <laughs> we don't make the pets do tricks. We make the humans do the tricks. So yeah. we'll do some stupid human tricks. <laughs> and uh, just have some fun and uh, looking forward to when when we can get together and do that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I would love that. Our last Holiday Hope event, um, our team was physically in Detroit uh, Mm -hmm. at Detroit Animal Care and Control. Yeah. Um, Excellent. So kind of in your neck of the woods. So Yeah, we did did an event with them. Uh, We have studios downtown Detroit and the Detroit Shipping Company. Yep. And we did an event with them downtown in in that. So, uh, yeah, those are, that's a good, they're uh, they're a good outfit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for a place in Detroit, we we know where to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. We'll we'll get you connected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Bree, thanks again. Thanks, Bree. See ya. All right. Talk to you. Bye. Bye. All right. Oh, too much fun. You know, you know, this is one of the things I really enjoy about mm-hmm. the Animal Talk radio podcast is right. we, we tend to meet a lot of wonderful, interesting, amazing individuals. <laughs> yes. We really do. Yes. You know, and, and both. I'm not being facetious. No, just... both Leanne and, 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 you know, Bree, you know, they, they have a passion mm-hmm. and that passion is their pe- is pets. And that's what this show is all about is the passion for animals. All animals. All of them. 
And so, you know, thank you for having me be a part oh my God, of this banter. So, I just, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it is what... It's yeah, fun. It yeah, really yeah. is. We built studios, man. Yeah, we did kind of. We got to... <laughs> We built these podcast studios, <laughs> and uh, you know we got because we, gotta, we have a passion as well, which is to help gotta, folks podcast their voice. That's it. I'm just saying, and uh, <laughs> but animal talk has been a thing since the the mid nineties. Yeah. Uh, Brian and I have been doing it, and then you know you've joined the party, and, and Samantha and yeah. now Melena is helping out with shows, and yeah. uh, I, I enjoy the heck out of it. I appreciate all we do here, the man cave. Detroit City of Champions and all the podcasts that we put together and then all the other shows that, that operate out of out of here. Yeah. Um, we have some other fun folks that, that really do, do stuff. So podcastdetroit.com, uh, as you can see, all the shows that record on the Podcast Detroit Network. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can find out about all the stuff we do. And if you are if you want to share your voice, you can you can do that for sure. Um, well, a couple more things to do, though. Yeah. Well, one more thing. I don't know. I got one. Do you? What do you got? I got a, I got a bad animal joke oh, of the week. Oh, all right. I was all right. So we got uh, two things to do. Got it. No, just that was the just one. Just said it. All right. Who's bad? All right. Let's go. You got one. I got I, one. I, I got three. You got three. I got one. All right. That's the way it works. It's okay. time for the bad animal joke of the week. <laughs> all right. It was the uh, actually that's a bad was the album after, but uh, <laughs> Thriller was the anniversary of the release of Thriller. Which was uh, the uh, uh, the mo- most sold album? Was ever. it really? number one number one selling album? You know, ever of all time. I did have the album personally yep. uh, on vinyl yep. and on tape, and I had the Michael Jackson poster. Yeah, because I was that kid in the eighties. Oh, yeah. So um, yeah. So anyway. So but this is this isn't from that album. So that's, right. uh, <laughs> I was that kid in the eighties with the. All right. What's album. your bad? <laughs> you first. I, you, I do one. All right. I'll give you. You got one. three. So I'm gonna I give you. Mine. I give you one of mine <laughs> first. Uh, they're not all animal jokes. All right. Uh, but uh, you know, just uh, uh, it's all right. So it's a salesman comes to the door and says, "Ma'am, this vacuum cleaner is going to cut your work in half." <gasps> really? And she's, "I'll take two. <laughs> you know what? That's not bad. No work. Hey, I I'm going to retire. That's done. perfect because we had a bissel on that's, today. That was See? My, I was taking for vacuum cleaner jokes. Right, go ahead. All right. So hey, Jamie. Yeah. What kind of dog is always amazed? What kind of dog is always amazed? A man? chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got uh, another one here. Uh, I got rid of my vacuum cleaner the other day. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just been gathering dust for a while and generally kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. speaking, of 90, speaking of 90s children. <laughs> okay. So millennials, that, millennials love those charcuterie boards mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. mimosas, you know, because mm-hmm. we grew up with Lunchables and Sunny D's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's great. All right. Last one here. Uh, what do you call an animal you keep in your car? Ooh, what do you call an animal that you do keep in the car? A car pet. Oh, for goodness sakes. Uh, I should have kept going down that Bissell Road. I know. Right? It was like, it was like, it was like, it's, that is like the perfect uh, vacuum cleaner animal joke. I was looking for a vacuum cleaner animal joke. I could, uh, that was the closest I got. A car pet. A car pet. That's actually, that's a. Uh, that's, that, that's intriguing. I like that. Uh, I won't say it's good, but it's, so, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> So, Jamie, a uh, yeah. question for you. If folks wanted to know more about the Animal Talk Radio, mm. where would they go and how would they find it? 
Uh, you put a dot com at the end of it. Oh, animaltalkradio.com. That's it. That's oh, as easy as it that gets. That is so easy. Animaltalkradio.com. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, we're on all the major players. Um, you know, If you're listening someplace, if you haven't liked or subscribed, yeah. like it. Subscribe it. Uh, yeah. We talked to some interesting people. You mentioned uh, Marley and me. Yes, we had the author John Grogan. I cannot on. watch that movie. Um, yeah, I know. But so, but my point is, I'm I'm name dropping famous people. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and I, I bring up that movie because it just tears at my heartstrings because yes. of my pet. Yeah, and, and that's what got me. Th- that's actually what got yeah. me through the loss of Fudge. Yeah, way back in 2000. Right. You know that yeah. was 20 years ago, and I still talk about that dog to this day. So. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so th- thanks to to Leanne Girk uh, and uh, you know her book, um, dear brave friend, dear brave friend. Uh, so it's uh, morningtolightpetloss.com is her website, mm-hmm. and then of course uh, Bissell uh, Bree and the folks at Bissell that do amazing work. They really do. Um, the, the owner, founder there is just uh, such a, an animal advocate and uh, we appreciate all that they do and she yes. does uh, for pets and putting up with our shenanigans. <laughs> and I thought Big Brother was watching over my shoulder because I started seeing more as I was scrolling, oh, more, more Bissell yeah. you know, in my scroll, which is, you know what? It is what it is. And on the on the, on the, on the the television. On the television, on my on Facebook there. page, it, it's there. It is. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, Animal Talk Radio, animaltalkradio.com. There's like t shirts. Yeah. Uh, wearingfunny.com. Yes. Wearingfunny.com is yes. where the, the merch lives. Yes. Uh, there's just funny stuff, too. There's fun animal stuff. There's funny, fun stuff. I think you just uploaded some new stuff in there yeah, as well. I did. I yeah. did. Uh, a t shirt. <laughs> it says, after this virus thing is done, there's still some of you I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyhow, so uh, wearingfunny.com. Uh, it's great for your holiday gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Got it. We, we want it. We we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, we'll do it again. We'll do it again very, very soon. Until next time, please have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me. Or don't. <laughs> don't put your <laughs> lips on it. <laughs>